Golden Deer Productions. Golden Deer. Oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter, just you forgot to enter. And a double clap signifies the start of an episode. And before we begin, I got a couple little house cleaning things I got to go over. Number one, hey, everybody. This is Connor Hallway of the Golden Hours Podcast. And listen, if you by chance get any sort of hashtag value from this episode, dude, just share it with a friend. And when we say value, you mean like, dude, you laugh, you learn something, you're entertained, you're informed. Just share it with a friend. And if you don't have friends, you shouldn't be. Listen to podcasts. Definitely not. Nonetheless, who's producing the show today? It's Brandon Kilcoin in the house. Back. We'll be consistent. Let's go. Having fun? Yeah. This is way different than a psychic, right? <laughs> much Each guest is totally new. It's something different. Dude, we had a psychic up last night, and it was insane. It was like totally my... Were you thinking about it all night? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God. That lady's a master salesman. She's got it going on, man. She just she knew exactly what was going on. I was like, whoa. She's very intuitive. That, that's her job, too. Absolutely. And before I introduce my guest on the right, dude, one shout out to Boston Bowl. You know Boston Bowl in Dorchester? Of course. Dude, they hooked it up fat. I produced my first music video, executive produced. And last minute, I was like, hey, man, I need to go shoot something in an arcade. And they were like, dude, we got you. And so, shouts out to them. It's actually a really fresh bowling alley. It's probably the freshest in the city, I think. I don't know of any others. Do you? It's, it's, it's pretty good. Um, ironically, I shot my second music video there. Music video? Yeah. When were you used I, to be an artist? I, I still am. Artist. No way. Yeah. Really? My second in the um in the in the pool room. Oh really? Yeah. What the one all the way in the right? Um. So when you when you come in from the arcade, I don't know which door you came in. Yeah, let me just. I don't know which door you came in, um, but if you came in the arcade door and the arcade's on your left, the pool room's right down your right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know you're an artist. What the yeah, heck? Yeah, yeah. Curveball. We'll get into that. <laughs> also, shout out to my guy, Alex T. Alex Turfy over at Chipotle. Dude just started a screen printing business. I saw. He said, hey, I'll make you that sample piece you to rock on the podcast. Dude. I'm going to sound like a scumbag, but it's freezing in the warehouse, and I can't wear a t-shirt right now, but this is fresh. It's Flex Screen Printing. Shouts out to my guy. He's a hustler. Okay. Nonetheless, so GDP Hustle was about a month ago, Yeah. and it was dope because I got to meet a lot of just really driven people, and off rip, my guy Alex was there about three hours early. <laughs> and he showed up with rugs, a step and repeat banner, <laughs> cards, a team of like 40 people. I was like, all right, bro. It's not that serious, dude. <laughs> but, I told you I was a music artist. Yeah, it was for entourage. It was fire. <laughs> but I think at that moment, I was like, yo, bro, this dude moves full speed, kind of like me. So that is my guy. Mm-hmm. And so on my right, I have Alex Edwards from both Flippin' Bricks University and Thumbprint Realty. Yes, Alex E. Edwards. Uh, from flipping bricks and thumbprint realty. I gotta toss that E in there. That's my you bad, bro. You had to throw that E in there, man. It's, it's marketing. Nonetheless, no, can you can you give a quick synopsis of uh, who you are and what you do? All right. Um. So again, I'm Alex E. Edwards. Um. I started in real estate at a very young age. I started when I was really. I took my first class when I was uh 17. Um. I was in the 11th grade, and I took the first time home buyers class. Didn't know what I was doing. Actually, my girlfriend actually did all my homework for me. So she's 
she probably know more than me when it comes to real estate. Where's this BPS? My yeah, my ex girlfriend, of course. Um, I'm married now, so my ex girlfriend. That's the um, ex. I had yeah, I had to throw that out there. Shout out to the ex. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so after that, um, I after I graduated, I got a job at Bank of America, um, and that's where I learned money. Graduated high school. Yeah, I graduated high school. I Did- learned money, and I jumped into college as well. Right. Um, but I learned money at 19. I understood money. I understood that it's money's a joke. It's not, it's, it's all about opportunity. It's not about money. Um, and I took this knowledge and, you know, I was taking a business class, uh, in, uh, uh, Mass Bay in Wellesley and I, I didn't like school at all. I didn't like it. I just, I, I neither did. I just, I, I hate to sound like this. I just, I, I just think I had more common. I just wanted to bet on my common sense. Just wanted to bet on me. Well, you shouldn't feel challenged. Yeah, I just wanted to bet on me, and I was just sitting around. One first thing, I don't understand how, you know, someone's be teaching an entrepreneur class when you have a job. So I was like, this. yeah, I don't really get how they can offer it as a major right now. <laughs> it's like, yo, I'm going to YouTube University. Dead ass. I'm going, you know, I'm going to Google. So. So I learned. So it was a class project, and the, the 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 teacher said, "You know what?" The professor said, "I want you guys to go home and buy something and treat it like a business." And fast forward, you know, I I came back to class. I said, "Guess what?" He said, "What, Alex?" I said, "I bought something." He said, "What's what's that, Alex?" I, I said, "I bought a house." He said, "Oh my." You, what he, he did he turned red on me right away instant red how much bread did you have ready so, to go so i had that time i had probably like twelve thousand. and so you put down what like a one percent two percent on it no nah, so at that time the homes was not that expensive we were talking about 380 you know um and and i and i borrowed some as well right and you're 19 19 oh, you're no, so, no I'm, tw- I'm, tw- I'm 20 i'm 20 um i turned Yep, I, I'm 20 at this point. And so I told him, I have another, you know, guess what else? And he said, what, you got more? I said, yeah, this is going to be the last time you're going to ever see me because I can't pay for school and my mortgage. And that's the last time he ever saw me. You got bad blood with that dude? Or? Nah, no, okay. we good. Like, okay. he's, he's, I happy, he's happy for me. First of all, I was paying, um, I was paying for school out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. Right, because I didn't know, I didn't want to commit to anything, so I knew I might not like it. Right, and I felt like the reason why I went is to make other people happy, but this is not what I wanted for myself. I wanted to bet on Alex, and no one understood that. They just felt like the only way you was gonna be successful is Sally Mae. Like, how Sally Mae's gonna tell me I'm successful? Sally Mae's gonna tell me I'm in debt. Dead ass. You know, so it's it didn't that certificate really didn't was not going to do anything for me if I was going to go back home to my mama house and try to figure something out because I don't have experience. So I'm not going to get a job or the lifestyle that I really want and I feel like I deserve. So I said, you know what? I'm betting on A-double-E. And so before this, before you buy your first house, you had no like sparks of being entrepreneurial when you were young, young. I, so ironically, right? So I'm in real estate and a few years ago, my mom shows me this picture, 
right? I'm going to send it to you. My mom showed me this picture and I'm in fourth grade with a board next to me saying I want to design cars and sell homes in fourth grade. So, so you were meant for this business life, bro. I was meant for this business life. <laughs> in high school, I used to go to BJ's, get all the snacks, and sell it. I know cats was smoking. I know they were going to have the munchies. Yeah. Man, I opened up shop in my locker. Those and margins. I was, yeah, I was, I was cheaper than the school store, like 10, 10 cents, 20 cents around there. I want to stay, to, stay around there. You know, at least, you know, the, the, the children were saving 20 cents. That's big in high school. They never came after you because you were undercutting them? Of course they, not. They shit. Of course not. I learned this here. Yeah. Where'd you go to high school? English High. Oh, no way. In JP? Yep. I went English High. Got expelled. <laughs> you know? Wow, really? I got ex- I got expelled out of English. I didn't know I didn't know who I was. I didn't know my worth. So I was... I was Did you a, fight? I was, I was a knucklehead. You know, I didn't know... See, how I grew up... I, it's... You... Like, I think... A lot of my friends and myself didn't know our worth, right? We didn't know, like, we meant anything to the world. Like, we was very, like, we didn't, I didn't know I was important, you know, to anyone. I just knew, I didn't even know I was broke. Like, I grew up broke. We had three bedrooms. Seven of us slept in one bedroom because we never had heat. So we had to sleep in this one room so we could have this electric heat and stay warm. My meals was waffles and noodles every day, right? Were, and were you with your mom, your dad? So, you know, so after twenty years, um, a few months ago, I spoke to my dad for the first time in twenty years. Wow! First time, like? it was. I had a lot of hatred, right? And you, you feel like you ever go hiking? You ever went hiking before? All right. So you ever went hiking, my man? Yeah. So you know when you have that big bag on? I don't know if you carried the bag up the the mountain. And then you finally reach the mountain. You take that bag off. And you're like, ah. And it just feels so good. So I was holding that bag for 20 years. I was holding that hatred. And I I knew I couldn't be. I knew this deep down all the time. I always spoke about this. I knew I couldn't be 100% Alex with that bag. But I was not. I was not ready to let go of that hatred because I felt that hatred was driving me to be so goddamn successful. And I wanted to beat this person so bad. I wanted to prove to my dad he fucked up. Me, sorry. He's he fine. Me- he was swear. Okay. He, me- he, he messed up. So I was carrying his bag up the mountain for 20 years. And I finally let go of the bag. I became more successful. I became more me than anything. And realizing that, you know, for this last, I needed this for the last, I'm not going to regret this last 20 years, but. You know, and I didn't ask him questions like, oh, why you did this to me? I just, I want to understand how he grew up. Like, like where you got to, why, where did you learn how to leave your family? Where did where you did, go wrong? Yeah, where did you learn how not to love your family and not be there financially, emotionally? How, you know, how did you, where did you learn how to have kids while being married? You know, and so that's what I want. That's what I really was asking him. What's your favorite color? Uh, what you wanted to be as a kid? I just want to now want to know who I am. Right. Like, where do I get certain things? So really, that was the, the conversation. Um, we spoke twice after that. It's a little it's still a little uncomfortable for me, well, but I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Awkward. But I'm working on it. So, yeah, my mom raised us by herself was four of us. Um, she did a hell of a job. Um you know, she is my first investor. Um, 
and not and not financially, um, but emotionally and, and supporting me. Um, I, I would and it sounds strange. I feel like I'm her superhero um, be, because she put me in that position. She wanted me to win. Um, when my father was around, he didn't care for me because I showed him. I showed my mother a lot of love. And ironically, we had that conversation about that. She was like, you was always under your mom. I don't I didn't think you liked me. So I'm like, man, I'm a child. And ironically, I have a son now and he is under his mother and like he loves his mom. And how I take it, if something ever happened to me, I know my wife is good. You know, I'm, I don't take it as you don't like me. I'm saying you love your mom and I'm having a girl in May, May 15, Callie will be here. Whoa. So I know the girl got me. So I'm like, young man, don't be jealous when your sister come through, yeah. you know? So so that's the conversation my dad and I had, you know. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. So I kind of feel like I'm kind of the type of dude that's also driven by negativity. Yeah. So so what type of moment was it for you, like, when you're like, all right, like, I'm done being driven only by the bad shit and, like, trying to prove people wrong? Because that's, like, a big driver for me. You know what okay. I'm saying? I'm not there yet. I yeah. just said my father. Okay. Everybody else could get it. All right. <laughs> my guns are still out. You know, my guns are still out. I, I'm right. not going to say that. I think I think now, but what I'm on now is more, let's make a, a partnership. I'm going to bring what I'm good at. You bring what you're good at to the table. If not, then, you know, I'm going to prove you prove wrong, prove you wrong that you, you messed up, right? I think... So it's it's somewhat healthy, right? I don't want you to be better than me. You shouldn't want to be, you know, I, you, and you vice versa, right? You you shouldn't want me to be better than you, right? And if we have that same energy, we could take over the world. I would wa- rather get up in the room and say, you guys all suck. I'm the best one here. And if someone stand up and said, no, Alex, you suck. I'm the best one here. I'm working with that guy or with that woman. I'm working with them. Too many egos have been in play with you, and it's been like non-productive. Yeah, yeah, that's happened before, right? Yeah, it definitely happened. It, it just <laughs> ha- one of my guys was like, "It can't be no, it can't be two Kobe's." I'm leaving. Whoa! And I was like, "Okay, that I mean, I, I'm, I, I believe I'm easy to work with. I'm, I'm very, I'm very supportive. I'm very giving. Uh, I, I, I support the sh- shit out of my friends and family." Um, I'm there for them, um, and I, I I actually care for them. You know, I know where I'm going. You know, and common sense. You know, it's if you don't have it, you don't have it. You know, what I'm saying you just don't got it. So I know for a fact, I've always accept. I'm always I was always good. Anything I've done, I was great at it. Right, and anything you put your mind put my to. mind to. You know, but you're I was, probably trash at school, I bet, bro. You're I was, probably a terrible student. I mean, I, I was <laughs> trash at school. <laughs> I was smart enough to do all my work and bother everybody, though. That's yeah. one thing. I was you still get it done. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm gonna get my work done and, and destroy the class. Mm-hmm. No one's paying attention after I'm done because you know what I'm saying. I still need yo. Can you grade this? Word is an A. All right, no one else is getting an A because I'm about to have fun. Yeah, you know. Um, again, I exp- I got expelled, right? So. Got expelled. I went to the worst, one of the worst schools after English High was Dorchester High. And right then and there, I felt like I let everyone down, even myself. Where where my... my uh, Dorchester High still there? No, no. What is that now, Madison? It's like, like 
academy something like a prep school when did that big cycling of the schools happen because i know they changed around a bunch of names and moved around different management it was like i think it was like um i want to say like almost 10 years ago so almost like 10 years ago but that was the turning point that's when i knew i was worth something when i went to that school and it was like we was forgotten you know my guidance counselor was like don't even take the sats don't don't think about it didn't I never took it until this day. Whoa. I'll never forget that day. She said that to me. And when I got to um Dorchester, I was two classes behind. And I disliked Dorchester so much and I disliked the energy in that school. I I knew it wasn't for me. I one year I did two two grades, graduated on time, and I was out. And that's when I realized, you know, I was worth something. I Two whole grades in one year. Two whole grades in one year. What was that like? Just class, like eight to eight? Class, class, after school, Summer weekend school. projects. Yep. Um, all of that. And I needed to get out of there. Oh, it wasn't me. It wasn't for me. That's so much school. But it, nah, it, it was worth it. Yeah. You know, it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Like, that. <laughs> I, I, it's hard to explain, but. It was it, it wasn't for me. Like it, 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 it brings me back bad memories, but it wasn't for me, and I needed to get out of there. So when you buy your first house, are yep. you is the first house successful? Oh yeah, Set. right now that's the home that makes me the most money. Still, you still have it. Still, of course, I still have Whoa. it, and I, and I had an effed up mortgage. I got caught in in the uh, adjustable rates, right? So adjustable rate is yeah. Just when, simplify that. Yeah, adjustable rate is. When they say, okay, I'm going to give you 3%, you can afford it. But it, 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 the, the rate might go up, but by the time it goes up, you can refinance. So the rate went up, but I couldn't refinance because they didn't tell you about, you know, you need about 25% of equity in it. So I didn't have enough equity. So how are you making money at the time? So um, at this time, I had two jobs. And I rented out one floor. So you're hustling first crib. Yep. I'm what hustling. are your jobs? Like you're at a restaurant or something? No, I'm at I'm at Bank of America still. Oh, right? okay. So you got that steady check, yep. that steady corporate check. I'm at Bank of America still, and I was a PCA, personal care attendant, right? To old people? Old people. What was that like? Crazy. I, oh, my so, God. Uh, this guy was in a wheelchair, and he made me walk. I, I had to say almost two miles. I'm walking. He's in a wheelchair talking about, let's walk down the street. I need you to do that. Like, this is my job. And that was the last night he seen me, too. No way. I was like, nah, I ain't doing this. Like, I'm, out, I, I'm out of here, old I'm yeller. Out, yeah, <laughs> like, you in a wheelchair. You tell me, walk for two miles. You're crazy. I ain't doing that. I'm out of here. Um, so adjustable rate. So the rate went from, I was paying almost almost about, I think, $2,000, and went to almost $3,000. I'm 20 at this point I'm like 21 22 so you know when when cats you know you go to the bar and cats say it's round round on you round on them so they people my friends was buying rounds it came to me I'll buy one drink and put it and send it around like that's my round I'm so broke that's my round bro mm-hmm. look past that next that was my round vacation forget about it those Jordans that everybody wanted Forget about it. So no one really understood, understood like, yo, this dude owns a home, but he's so broke. 
right? It was just because you're reinvesting, you yeah. got no money. And, and, yeah, this adjustable rate was killing me. How, so, did you always have aspirations to like ball out and like materialistic things? Because you dripped up right now. <laughs> so definitely, definitely. So you're um, always inspired by like, yo, one day I'm gonna I'm gonna whip a Porsche. Or like, I'm not a big car guy. Dude, you just had a Rolls Royce in Atlanta. What are you talking about? It's advertisement. That's marketing. That's, that's, <laughs> Bro, you could have easily gotten an Audi instead. No, dude. I couldn't. See, that's the whole point. I couldn't. I would I would never got the same reaction. Bro, if you had an Audi A7 or something, I would never up. got the same. Re- I'm telling you. What if you had a tricked I, up? What if you had a tricked up Porsche? If never. You had a tricked up GT. Never. Bro, look, it was a Bentley. A Bentley at the at the strip club, right? A Bentley. Everybody surrounded the Rolls Royce. What do you do? Real estate, thumbprint, realty. Now, I opened an office in Atlanta. I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was doing. Oh, you just opened an office? I opened an office, no thumbprint, way. realty, Atlanta. Right? I document. I hired a videographer to follow me through the entire weekend. We, you don't want us to talk about marketing, bro. I got that on smash. Oh, so you were trying to, you wanted to make it seem like, damn, I'm coming here with an impact. I'm not damn, I'm not, not that seem. I did come with an impact. I'm here. I'm here. How did you already know the market down there to like make the jump from Boston to Atlanta? I went to Atlanta so many times and I love Atlanta. And one thing you, if you want to understand markets, anything happening here will happen down there first. No, here first, then down there. What do you mean? So, all right. So, say this whole condo thing, right? It happened kind of up north first, then it's going to trickle down there. Why does that when, happen? I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say they're slower, but I, don't, I just don't know, right? But one thing for sure, too, is the people cannot that cannot afford Boston is going to the south. Most likely Atlanta, right? Well, they're gonna go to Brockton first. They're gonna <laughs> and then Randolph. <laughs> no, nah, well, they might go to Randolph and then Brockton or or then Taunton. Anyway, and then they, they're in the water, dog. <laughs> they might, they might, they're going to Atlanta, right? If they, hey, I want to move, right? Atlanta is a beautiful place. I love Atlanta with all my heart. If I move Boston from Boston, I'm gonna go to Atlanta or LA. Those, those are the two places I'll go, right? So, I like right now who I was talking to on the phone. I have. Two clients now coming from Boston is going to Atlanta. So now I'm going to take care of them on that end, too. So I need to just open up shop down there because I already know what's coming and just prepare for the wave. You know, imagine if I was teaching real estate flipping in Atlanta, I'll be way off. I'll be well off. You know, one thing for sure, they support their people as well. It's it's That's what a lot of people say. Yeah, it's different when you, if you did this podcast, it probably been it. it you would probably be doing it upstairs at a bar somewhere. You know what I'm saying? It, and the vibe will be totally different. You know, imagine you had 20 of you, you know, and you guys are all cool. But that, but that's what's provided me an opportunity in the city. Same with you, though, too, yeah. right? I mean, Boston, it's, a, it's easy to be a one-on-one. Don't you notice that it's, for, for yourself especially? It's easy to um, explain. Like you've carved a niche for yourself oh, in yeah. Boston. Yeah, definitely. Because it's not oversaturated yet. Definitely, but I could call a niche down there too. You don't think there's a higher level of entry? No, no one could fuck with me. Mm-hmm. Like God gave me something that's mine. God gave you something that's yours, and for my man back there. So whatever you have, I can't touch. You could tell me your ideas, I can't execute like you, no matter what. And that's I create a podcast. 
I probably won't be as successful as you because it's just your thing and everything else you're trying to do. So I could, I could carve, I will carve a niche anywhere I go because one, the only real business I am is not real estate. Um, it's not, it's, 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 it's people business. I'm in the people business. And once you learn that, that's every business. It's every business, but people don't understand the people LLC. When you jump into real, some people jump into real estate and want to sell that home no matter what. I jump into real estate and see how I could sell a home to you, your mother, your aunt, the baby that's that's two. I want I, I want to be in your life. That long term, you know. Investment. I want to be at funerals. I want to be at weddings. <laughs> you, you, that long term invest. I don't want to work later. I want to invest in you, not the transaction. I don't want a one night stand. I want a relationship. But you know what I mean by saying like down there might be a little more competitive than Boston. It's more people though. For sure. It's more people. It's bigger. So so again, imagine if Boston and Somerville, um, well, yeah, Boston and and Somerville was this one city, right? And let's throw in, let's throw in. Uh, There's a lot of shorty. Brockton as well, right? Whoa. So wait, wait. let's throw <laughs> it in, right? So it's so big, right? We all Boston now. I'm still gonna take care of Boston. You still gonna take care of Somerville, and someone's still gonna take care of Brock and Brockton. I know, you know what you're saying. It's it's so big. It's, Abundance. It's, it, and, 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 and again, no one's going to execute like you, bro. Like, I don't worry about competition. Because mm-hmm. it's like the baddest girl in the club. Cats be like, nah, nah, she must have a boyfriend. And the bad girl in the club don't understand why no one's talking to her. I'm about to go talk to her. I don't have nothing to lose. Unless it's your homie's girlfriend, bro. Then there's an I don't issue. know her though. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know her. So that's what I'm just trying to say. So you might have an when idea. I when I attack people, when I attack markets, it's like, okay, what do I have to lose? If I win, I win. If I don't, I don't. And I've been winning. Nice. So. Me too. Let's go. Let's <laughs> exactly. get some dubs, bro. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just curious. When did you get into the Boston market? Was was it at a very opportune time? So I got in when everyone's getting out. Right. I got in around '09. Had a feeling. Everyone. So I was. So I remember I I switched over from Bank of America to Citizen Bank, right? And in Citizen Bank training it was all real estate agents, right? So I was at Citizen for for I don't think a year. They offered me a position where I was supposed to get promoted right away, right? And uh, the regional manager three months came was like, oh, you need to prove yourself. I was like, you know. I've been proving myself. I got this. All right, cool. So I took over the office. Uh, was Cleveland Circle, going hard, doing a lot. Um, then, then what? After after I did that, she came back. Was like, ah, you know, I still need more, right? And then she got fired or she left. New regional manager came in, and I remember. She didn't even stand up to greet me. She said, I know that, you know, you, you the agreement you had with the last uh, manager, but you're going to have to prove yourself to me now. And what's my favorite thing to do? Prove someone wrong. That's the last time they see me, bro. You're out. No two-week notice. So I left right Could away. Could you ever have another boss right now? Do I have one? Could you ever have another one? Could I ever have another boss? I mean, 
Bro, I can see it being hard on you right it's, now. It's exactly. So, so my problem was I went into Citizen Bank thinking I own the place. I mean, it was it was like a huge Russian um, community. I started learning Russian just as, so I could communicate people business. So I could communicate with my people so they could say, oh, you know, I like him. Let me send him some loans, right? And I, I just thought I ran the place. And when that happened, it hit me again. Bro, you don't run nothing unless you're the boss. And you're you're just nothing. You're nothing to them. They could get new new people to create loans and and uh, or run a teller all day every day. So that's that's the last time I worked. I was twenty three. I'm thirty four now. So can you initially elaborate on some of the L's you might have taken when you bought your first home? Because yeah. it's not like that glamorous, bro. I know that shit was tough. You were. Oh yeah, it, uh, I, I'm sorry if I made it uh, sound. Glamorous. Well, you pump now because you're making bread. I, I get apologize, it. I apologize. I'm the champion of losing. I apologize. Um, so I, I lost a lot. So the first home, like I said, got hit with the rate, right? Um, and I was, I was, I was about to sh- like almost drown. I hate to say this, but. I saw I read a book from the most unsuccessful, successful businessman in America, Donald Trump. And what did you read out of the deal? I understood the um, I don't remember what book, um, the one when he's talking about um, uh, bankruptcy. I don't know if I've read that. I have yep. listened to Art of the Deal on audiobook. His books are honestly great. Yep. His books yep. are hitting, bro. I was like, okay, let me understand, because you when you hit when you hear bankruptcy, it's like nah. That's like, you don't want to hear bankruptcy. That means you failed. That means it's... There's no looking it's, back. There's no coming back. So I'm like, okay, this dude is bankrupt in casinos. He's... he's Donald Trump create LLCs, borrow a million dollars on the LLC, take the money and file bankruptcy and keep the money? That's over my head. I create... Can you break that down? I create... Us LLC, right? We doing good. I go borrow a million dollars, right? From I borrow who? some a bank? From the bank. I borrow some money or credit card, whatever I want, right? I do cash advance or whatever I do. It's in my pocket. And I go file bankruptcy. I keep that money. I was like, this is incredible. Very incredible. Who, who takes the liability? Who take, I don't know who takes the liabilities. I don't know. I don't care. I mean, I'm not. No, no, I'm just I'm, I'm done. I'm so my credit is is effed up. It depends if you, you could pick a three year or a five year term. I picked a five year term, so my credit was effed up for seven years, right? Um, but you had that cash you need to keep the, the so, motor no, no, going. No, I didn't do the cash thing. I did something else that was smart. I had a junior loan. You remember the time we was getting two loans, two mortgages? I don't know if y'all if y'all old enough to remember that. All right, so we had. It's one thing you get the principal loan. So my house was three hundred, right? Then I had a junior loan for a eighty nine thousand, right? And that's how they 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 got me the loan. I'm first of all, I'm twenty. I was making like fourteen dollars an hour. I I, I should have never got a home, right? But the mortgage business was so like crooked. They just wanted the money. They didn't care what happened to me and my family, right? So they got me a loan. The junior loan, I filed bank. I filed bankruptcy. This is how sweet this this. I filed bankruptcy. Got rid of the junior loan, eighty nine thousand gone. 
I told him what I'm keeping. I'm keeping the house and my Benz. Bought a Benz before I did this. Benz was marketing again. I wanted. I really <laughs> Come wanted. On, I really wanted a Lex. I wanted a Lex yeah, right, or a Toyota. A Camry was sweet, but you got to go with the Benz. It's bro. different when it it's was German. It was yeah. It was looking at me different when I had the Benz. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, I wanted that look, right? So I kept the Benz and I kept the um. I kept the house. I, I after I did that, I went down to um. Um, my neighborhood development um, um, organization, right? It's like a neighborhood community, business community um, place where they just help local businesses and um, people to keep their home. Yeah. I went down there, got me a loan modification. So a loan modification is when someone fight you, the bank for you and say, hey, they want to keep their home. It makes no sense for you to take their home and they not pay you for the next 15 years because that's when foreclosures will probably happen, 10 to 15 years. Let's give them a fixed rate and and call it a day. And he promised he will pay you. Right? Let's. St- I started with $3,000 paying monthly, right? So we went from twenty dollars to $3,000 today for, 30, for the next 30 years. I am paying $1,100 on that house, a two-family, right? That makes me about $7,000. Yep. So you're still paying off that mortgage? Yeah. I still have it. When's it done? Right now, I owe about $170. So you're like two-thirds there. Yeah. I don't don't care for paying it off, though. I don't believe in paying it off. Um, if you own it, then you can you own it. And so, who owns it? I own it. The mortgage in the, I, in the bank. I mean, yeah, I mean the bank owns it, but I'm the I'm the I'm the rightful owner of the house. Okay, you know I'm yeah. So, but I never cared about paying homes off just because with that same money I'm like extra money I'm paying to try to hurry up and pay it off. I just made seven thousand here. Why not take that money? And make it two thousand or another three thousand at another house. Now I'm making ten thousand dollars a month. Then you got that cash flow. Yeah, and then I'm do it again, do it again. So right now, after this week, I'm at I'm at ten homes. Nice. After this week, I have two. I have three closings this week. I'm buying land tomorrow, and on Friday, I'm buying two two families. Where are the cribs? Where are they? Yeah. I have Friday. Once Friday is all set, I will have my first home in Everett near the casino. I will have um. I'll have a, a, this one a single in, family. This is two family, two family, two family. I see the entire city is amazing. Two family. Um, I have um, and then Friday's a, a, a two family in Mattapan, Boston. Um, and then I where about in Mattapan? I know where um, on right off of River Street. Word. OK. You know, like near the Hyde Park line. Yep. Like, yep. Yep. You. Yeah. How far from um, like the Popeyes and like uh, American Legion? It's so it's it's near Cummins Highway, you know. Cummins oh Highway? yeah, okay. I know exactly. It's at the end, end of Cummins Highway. It's like right near Walk Hill Street. No, it's it's near like you know where American Food Basket, Mm-mm. Farmers Market. No, I spent one Bur- summer in Burger King, bro. Yeah. Oh, I love Burger King, okay. bro. Burger King Cummins Highway. <laughs> sure, yeah. It's right. It's near there. Right. Okay. You're good tenants. Yeah. I mean, it's empty now. So oh, okay. I didn't buy it. Oh, oh, okay. Where this is tomorrow or yeah, Thursday? It's Friday. Okay. So, where? so um. So I have a two family in 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 uh in Brockton that I pay a dollar for 
That's real talk. I can't. I'll show you documents. This is hilarious. Look it up, Alex e. Edwards. Look up my homes. Um, and you'll see. You'll it. see. Look up my homes, Alex e. Edwards. It's easy to look up LLCs. You will. You will see that I paid a dollar for this home, and I'm gonna come out with a book called Dollar Real Estate. I don't know what I'm gonna name it. But it's gonna be something like you gotta, that. You gotta elaborate on yeah, that one. Yeah, and I'm gonna make a lot of money selling this book, you know. And it's gonna cost more than a dollar uh, for the book. Um, so whoa, yeah. That's so fire. I, I I still can't. You're pumped still. <laughs> Let's yeah, go. I, I didn't even touch the house yet. That's how pumped I am. Okay. I didn't even do no renovation. It's sitting there, like I just paid a dollar for it. I'm chilling. Yeah. That was four quarters. You know what does this place look like? It it looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like shit, but it's a buck though. Dollars, right? Two family. It's a win-win situation. Huge yard. I'm like, yo, I can't believe this. Um, and then I have, I have right now two on the same street, uh, right across the, uh, the, the uh, from the my first home. I bought a house right across the street. Um, so I, the first home is a two family. Cross the street is a single family, and then I have one down the street, another single family. The single families are really flips. I'm gonna get rid of them. And um, then I have I live in a single family, and then I we have um, um, two three families um, in the city. Yep, in the city in Boston. We have we have one in Mattapan, and we have one in Phil's Corner. So since you started, I mean, everyone knows Boston. The housing market is mm-hmm. just like, dude, it's getting ridiculous out yep. here. Mm-hmm. And I actually I got the Summer of America went back up to kind of talk about affordable housing mm-hmm. in the city. How much has like the base house price changed since you when you started? Oh, whew. this is one house. It's, it's always like the property that I got away was one eighty in High Park. One eighty. I I was not in position to purchase this home. Um, I was just giving away wealth. I was a re- real estate agent, didn't know what I have. I'm just giving away wealth. That's all I was doing. How much is it now? Eight hundred. <clears throat> oh my God. Eight hundred thousand. Dollars. Oh, that home. If I would have bought that home, I honestly, I would still be living there. It was I was, fire. Oh my, perfect. Ah, uh, it was it was Milton Line by High Park, and you want to hear something real crazy, real crazy. This is how everything comes in full circle. I just bought a house on that street, uh, two Friday, three Fridays ago, on Beacon Street. Wow. And I just got a two, um, a. 2.69 rate. Who's getting a 2.69 rate? Can you elaborate on what a rate is? Oh, oh my, sorry. A mortgage rate. Okay. Can you elaborate on what that is? I'm what trying to simplify rate? this to oh, the audience oh, as much sorry. as I can. Uh, all right. So when you, just like a car note, when you when you go to a bank, um, they will give you a rate that you have to pay for the next 30 years. Trust me, you don't want an adjustable rate. Some people get adjustable rates only if um, you are leaving like you're not planning to stay there forever, so you could do an arm, like a five-year arm, and that just means in five years the rate might change. Um, in 15 years the rate going to change. Um, but you could you could do that arm only if you have a plan, right? Only if you know, and usually you get a cheaper rate if you do it that way. But only if you have a plan. So if your plan is like, okay, you know what? I know this market's going to change. I'm going to sell it. Or I'm going to refinance. I'm going to do it that way because this way because I can't afford it now or I just I have a plan. Right. So the real estate game is, is, a, is so many ways to jump in this game with no money. You could you could buy single family homes right now and condos with with no money at all. You know what I'm saying? With 
it's a lot of programs. You you mentioned affordable, but it's different programs. That, affordable mortgages, not only affordable homes. You know, um, what, what's a, a standard mortgage rate percentage? So you said two point six nine is a deal. Let's, right now is investment, right? Investment right now is like four point six. That means you don't live there. You're buying something, you don't live there, right? A FHA, right, is a federal. Um, it's a federal. I want to say program is a federal product that backs your loan. A lot of people think FHA is a loan. FHA isn't a loan. It's a product. It's like insurance that's a back in your loan because you put in down 3%, 3.5 or any, anything lower than 20%. They say, hey, if this person run off with the bag, I'm insuring this loan. But with that being said, you now have to pay something called PMI, right? Private mortgage insurance. All right, so you pay okay, the so, Slow down. Slow down. <laughs> you, you blow me up. Oh, my fault. Okay, my so fault. the FHA, why would somebody go get an FHA? Because you don't have enough money. To, you don't have 20% to put down. Okay. And so who provides the FHA? The government. Yeah, correct. And if you then... The FHA has an interest rate on it? Uh, um, uh, 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 insurance, I'll say. Okay. Insurance. So sometimes you could be paying two to $400 extra on top of your, your mortgage. So what's the benefit of doing that? Just a way to find money it's, at the time? No, it's, it's to skip out on 20%. So let's do the math. You, you buy a house for 500000 right? And you have, let's say you got, let's say someone's just starting out. It's a $500,000 home and all you got is 15 racks. Exactly. 20% is 100000 you don't got 20%, bro. Okay. You need that FHA, right? So that, and say so you put down 3%, that's 15 racks. So, hey, say, say it's a multi, right? Um, I would want to say this. Your first home needs to be the biggest home that makes you the most money. If you if you go on your first home, try your best to get that four family. Try your best to go get that four family. Why? Be, because this is, so FHA, you can't use, how to explain this? You can't use it twice on on two homes at the same time make sense so i can't live in i can't live on um one two three street fha and have an fha product but live but own next door and have an fha product you only i need an one. fa only on one right so if i'm going to buy a four family a four family is going to be okay say it's seven hundred thousand, right but my rent is so good on a four family i'm only putting twenty eight thousand dollars to buy this home so i'd rather put and you're making your money back quicker with yeah, the four family. Yeah. I'd rather put my 3% down on a million dollars than 20% down on a million dollars. Totally get it. And so how hard is it to apply for the FHA? What, do you, what type of like steps do you need to take? One is the easiest to purchase a home in Boston, in the city of Boston, is the easiest place to purchase a home. You have like, the, the mayor wants you to buy a home. But it's so many different companies out here, especially Thumbprint Realty. We're the only real estate brokerage that gives you down payment assistance and closing cost assistance. No one out there, I hope you are watching this, pass this around to your friends. I promise you, no one is is doing this. No one. And if they if they say, yeah, I do that, show me the paid documents. Um, but to answer your question, you know, I had to just plug mm-hmm. Thumbprint Realty. Yeah, I get it. All right, great. Thank Check you. the website out. Right. <laughs> um, so... First thing, you need, uh, I say three months of bank statements, but they really need, um, the bank really need two months of bank statements. The reason why I say three months, because sometimes it takes long to get it, or by the time you're ready, they need more info. So you already have kind of more a lot of info. Um, so I say 
three months of bank statements, two years of tax returns, and a month worth of pay stubs. Um, this is what the bank needs, and they're gonna have to run your credit. Now, if your mortgage, if you you, you need to have good credit, you need to have what's good credit? I don't know. A score okay. of like seven hundred. No, I mean you could buy a home today at five hundred, easy. So you gotta have get the best rate. Medium good credit. I mean that's sh- sh- shitty credit. Five hundred is bad. You can have shitty credit at five hundred. No disrespect, but hey, at least you know you 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 can buy a home. Okay. So, you have good credit, or you have semi good credit. You provide the bank with this information, or shitty credit. Or I want to throw it out there because because when when credit comments say, "Oh, you have poor credit and you you at five hundred or above," guess what? You still could buy a home. eligible. You know, I, what I want you to do is definitely work on your credit and try to get that best rate. But again, your first home should be the home that's making you money. So if you could buy a home at uh, a multi-family home at five with a credit score of five hundred, it's better than what you're paying for rent, no matter what. So I just when I say shitty credit, I'm actually pumping you up because you're gonna say, oh, you have shitty credit or you have poor credit. Look, I have a friend that that we was laughing at it the other laughing about it the other day. Bought his home at he he had like five thirty or something. He bought a home in Brockton. And he's now making a profit of of almost a uh, hundred and thirty thousand dollars because he's about to sell it. The same person has shitty credit that's about to make a hundred and thirty thousand dollars. So just make it work, you know. So, so you apply for the FHA. Yep. After you, the bank says okay, or you send the the government all this information, the and they're like they're like okay, cool. Then what happens? All right, so you just now you get a pre-approval. Okay, you ready to go? It's time to go shopping, right? Um, agents out there, please don't take your clients out without a pre-approval. You're wasting your time and wasting theirs, right? You you want to know what wh- how much home they could buy, right? So this pre-approval is saying, okay, you could buy this amount of home, and this is your rate, and these are the terms. This is how much you have to put down, okay? So now you find a real estate agent, or you find a real estate agent before you get the mortgage. Um, pre-approval called thumbprint realty of course and then plug and then and then um we we go out search for homes i give you like a checklist i want to know about you um ask you a lot of questions why you buying homes what kind of home you want um stuff like that and then and then we find your home okay and then client buys the home mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now what is your obligation to the fha you got to cut them checks monthly I'm just trying to break this down. Oh, okay, so, so every sorry, everything's together. So you're not gonna pay a, a separate FHA cost and then a separate mortgage cost. You're gonna pay everything at once: your taxes, your insurance, uh, principal, and um, interest, and your FHA all at once. Um, I do auto. I just can't keep up with bills, so I always do auto. Um, but yeah. Okay, totally get it. B, any real estate questions right now? Um, I was I was curious about flipping bricks academy because that that's what you're talking about earlier. You do some yeah uh, some lectures and some uh, seminars on that. Yeah, Can you talk about that a little bit. So yeah, flipping bricks university. Um, again, coming from my neighborhood, and it was you know we 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 flipping <laughs> bricks for those who don't know means like flipping bricks. Yeah, exactly. And you ever flipped a brick? I never flipped a brick. Okay. Um, hey. I don't know which brick you're talking about, but I never flipped the Tony Montana's brick. Okay, hey dude, I, right. I never flipped the brick either. Okay, man. <laughs> I flipped the house brick all day, every day. Fire. Yeah. So we wanted to change a concept, right? I I know, and 
so growing up, everyone that was rich and 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 making moves and wealthy was corny. They just looked corny as hell, right? And I didn't want to be successful and corny, right? So definitely, we came up with the term. It's four of us. We came up with the term "Flipping Bricks University," where the younger cats coming up recognize the term, but see four cats that look like them, that just like them. That came, you know, came from the same place. Some of us did, and some of us not. And I'm, I'm talking about people, right? It was a way to connect with them. Yeah, right? it was a way to connect with them, um, and 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 not and, seem like a business hardo that they, exactly. that they can't relate but, to. You know, you know, I got, I got jewelry. Mm-hmm. I got, I got, I got grills. You're an artist. Yeah, I'm an artist. Yeah. I got grills, but I and I wanted to tell my nephew, like, I'm cool as shit. You need to be like me. Fuck the drug dealer. Fuck people, cats not doing something positive. You need to be like me. And that's really what I really stand for when I when I do a lot of my uh, the things I do, the clothes, the clothes I buy. Um, and, and I, I, you know, so, yeah. So so flipping bricks, um, we teach people how to flip their their home. If you're losing your home, we have flies uh, flip it before you lose it. Um, and you know, you're going through a foreclosure and we did this for one of our first clients. They was going for a foreclosure. They gave up, gave up, moved their family out of the house. Cause they were, they had nightmares that the bank was going one day knock on the door and say, get out. They move everyone out. We came in and said, you know what? I'm going to, we're going to spend our money to fix your home. She said, okay. And then once we sell it, you're going to, you're going to make a lot of money. She said, what do I have to do? We said nothing. How do you recognize that the property has potential? Uh, one area. Location is number one. Location is one. Like the, For everything. Everything. You could buy a 300,000, uh, 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 sorry, a uh, 3,000 square foot home in, in Fall River for, for 150 grand. Who's buying it? I'm just saying anyone could buy it. Question. Right? But yeah. wait, wait, let me just answer that question. But that same square footage in Boston now, you're looking at like five, five, seven hundred. If it's a single or a multi, but if you look two family, you look at seven hundred or more. So it's all about location. Same as at home, it's all about location. What are your what areas are most exciting to you in the city right now to buy real estate in? I was talking to someone recently that said they, they want to buy a bunch of properties in Eastie. So uh, that's the funny thing is, so we we just cut a deal with one of our um, without our clients, and we got them a a phenomenal project in Eastie for one point three, phenomenal, amazing. So me personally, that deal I should have took, but I couldn't make it work right away, right. That that was a phenomenal deal. Um, it's four units, units comps, um, in that in that area for eight hundred square feet is going for nine hundred thousand. He has four units all above eighteen hundred. I don't know how. Yeah, well, I guess I'm the only one excited about that. But whoo, you got a lot of real estate terms, bro. I kind of go over my head sometimes. Hey, well, the comps just meaning comparables. I get it. All right. So and the rent's high in the spots. Fat. No, he's doing condos. So he's going. So no matter what, if you have an eight eight hundred square feet condo that's going for about eight hundred thousand, right? And now you have a 
a a a eighteen hundred and twenty, I believe it's twenty two hundred square foot condos. No matter what, you're getting eight hundred, right? We could fit, right? Mm -hmm. That's the that's good math, right? If you bought it for one point three and he's he's putting in three in it, right? So that's he's at one point six, right? Let's do the math. Eight and eight is what? One point six. And we only did two units. What's the other two units going to do? One point six. <laughs> right. And and that's minimum. And remember, I, I comped it with 800 square feet. His own is 18. So it's a fat deal. Let's change. Let's change lives. Let's change lives tonight. It's a fat deal. Let's change lives tonight. You want to know how to do it? I got you. Let's make that. Fuck you. Fuck you. Boss money. Let's, let's get to the bag. <laughs> <laughs> So what other outside of Eastie? What are like your three property, your three areas in the city right now so, that excite so, you? So, me, I don't, I don't run to the excitement when it comes to real estate. Only if it's a deal appears out of the blue, but I'm not going to send out flyers in Eastie, right? I would, I could make almost the same numbers if I could get. A number, uh, uh, a three, a, a good three fam for a phenomenal deal, same margins in Dorchester. Mattapan right now, I feel like everyone sleeps on Mattapan. And I'm excited about Mattapan. So, I again, so Friday is about 500000 for a three family, right? Let's do the math on that. 500000 for a three family. Um, the Everything came, I think I calculated it up to about 3000 Let's say Throw out three thousand. First floor is three bedrooms. Second floor is three bedrooms. Right. Right now, if we decked it out, we get twenty eight hundred dollars per unit. Right. Again, my mortgage and everything included is three thousand dollars. I'm already at twenty eight at one unit. Rentals. Then I'm up another twenty eight. That's fifty six. And then the top floor, we keep it one bedroom, which and I think we should. Or we can make a two bedroom. Two bedroom right now. We we could get twenty two, but I I like to say two thousand dollars, right? I'm at seventy six, and my mortgage is three thousand dollars, with everything included and water. So you're eating forty six hundred off that. Eating forty six hundred dollars off that. Monthly. Right? Monthly. I like monthly. I hate that, flips. That's fifty k a year. Yeah, I hate flips. I love monthly money. I I'm in two flips right now. I hate it. It's just the contract. Everyone, yo, do you know a good contract? No such thing. You either have a phenomenal contract that's gonna take forever, or a bad contractor that's gonna rush. There's no such thing as a good contractor. Okay, quick rewind. So you said you, you're not in the Eastie. Dorchester's hot, but everyone's sleeping on Mattapan. Roxbury's fire. Roxbury's like. Deed spot so right now. It's, go ahead. Uh, so it sounds like you're 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 trying to stay ahead of the curve because the fact that we like I know Eastie's the up and coming right now. Yep. The fact that it's already a trend, you're probably it's you, like you, stocks. You want, you want to be ahead. Yeah, exactly. It's like stocks. Yeah, yeah. Which and like I said, my client got a fun like that deal. I'm in all the way, right? Um, but Mattapan, you people sleep on Mattapan hard. Hard. Well, the way the city's going, is it inevitable everywhere in the city is going to be fire eventually? Yeah, but eventually, but not matter of pants. So there's the home I'm getting. I'm happy. I'm chilling, right? Mm -hmm. No bars, really nothing to do in matter of pants. Simcoe's. There's only Simcoe's. <laughs> it's a win win Shout situation. Shout out to Simcoe's. Those hot dogs are fire. Right? <laughs> Those sausages, man. Banana splits is fire too. But, but I'm just saying, it's just, you just, I just feel like I'm going to put my money here. 
Um, again, is that where, that's where you grew up. No, I grew up in Phil's Corner. Okay. Actually, the same home I was talking about. I was pouring with no heat. Two December's ago, I had the opportunity to purchase it. Wow. So now my 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 son have to go and see you know where I grew up, my bedroom, everything. I'm, that's I'm excited wild. about it. And then with with the Everett home, I'm signing that title to my my two year old son. So he's his birthday is March. He's turning three. He's gonna he has a home. That's all him. So Brown, when he when he understand it, he gonna take over, start taking care of it. And I don't, I'm not gonna pay for school. So I mean, you know, he's gonna he's gonna have uh, rent coming in, so he can do what he want. I ain't paying for school though. So do you want him to go to school? Given your experience with it, I I want him to be him. I want him to be the best person he could possibly be. If that's school, I got his back. Not financially, but so I will support him. If he want to be an uh, astronaut, he might. He has to go. Not might. He has to go to school. You know, he's got to do a lot of school. He has to do bro. a lot of school, right? Um, and, and the only reason why I picked that, he's always talking about galaxies right now. He's on this galaxy thing. But anyways, if you want to be an attorney, stuff That'd like that. That'd be fire if he was yeah, an astronaut, yeah, bro. I, 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 a cool astronaut, not a corny one. If he was a cool ass astronaut. Or if he goes to the league. Yeah. That'd be fire, I too. mean, the league, I mean, a lot of us did that already, right? If, again, Bruh. anything you he You know what won. those contracts look like, dude? <laughs> no, but a lot of us did that already. Like, yo, he's black, he's in the league. Okay, what's new? You know what I'm saying? What, what if he's... MLS, MLS, bro. Astronaut, bro. Badminton. When's when's the last time you seen a cool ass astronaut, bro? There's not many of them. There's coming coming to the neighborhood like yo. This guy just got back from Mars. Got back from space. (laughs) Yo, just got this bad chick from Mars. (laughs) (laughs) I'm moving to Mars, bro. Yo, yo, I'll be back on the Jupiter, man. Oh, you never been? That will happen soon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you might be able to get some property on Mars. As, exactly. Like, let's let's stay ahead of the, the game. Damn, thumbprint Mars. Bro. Yo, th- That's a marketing dog. <laughs> <laughs> thumbprint Mars, a star. A thumbprint, a thumbprint Mars, a star away. <laughs> so, so you never wanted to get in a commercial? Commercial? Real estate. So I'm I I push my commercial department to all the. Com- I don't actually do commercial. Uh, you didn't want to get into it, or. It, Selling it or buying? Selling, buying. So buying, of course. Um, I missed my opportunity um, last year to purchase a phenomenal properties in the newspaper now. And it's killing you. It's killing me. It is killing me. I messed up. Um, I was not too confident at the time with that big project. And now I'm building a home. So, yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Um, owning all day. Um I'm, I'm, I want to back off on me, Alex E. Edwards, selling and, and buying for my clients. Um, I build a team around me that will give you the same um, experience that I give you. You want to level up. And yeah. You, you know, the, the company. Um, I have something. I'm changing something in the company that you guys will see soon. And I know just remember I said it. Everyone will copy me. Uh, I noticed I, I just noticed a flaw and I'm going to expose it. And I'm gonna have a good time doing it. So, yeah, yeah. So let's say you and I are some bo- like some big boss talk in 20 years, right? Okay. The one great thing about business, it's like sports. Like you can play forever, though. You can uh, play forever. Yep. So fire. I'll be I'll be 30. I'll be 54. Yep. I'll be 44. Okay. Right. All right. Where would you like to be positioned at 54? 54. Um, I would I would love for my name to be valuable. And that means, like, Kardashians, I love them. 
You want that brand. I, yeah, I love them. Like, what? what's the talent? Everyone say, they don't have no talent, but they make a billion dollars. What? And that's a good thing? Is that a bad thing that I wake up and just, I branded myself so well that I make money? That's genius. That's genius. The mom's a genius. That's dude. genius. Look, I, I love three business ideas. Religion, America, and the Patriots. That's the only three business ideas that I will ever I will follow. Those are my those are my mentors when it comes to like business ideas. What would America do? Keep people in debt. Ask for a dollar from a billion people, right? You ask for a dollar from a billion people, it's not hard, right? Like you could become a billionaire, mm-hmm. like just for a dollar, right? Religion. If you don't follow me, something will happen. So I'm gonna keep you in control. Right? Marketing. Great. Right? Marketing. Patriots. The system. Yes, I'll take this person up, but I'm still going to win the bowl. This person left, I'm still going to win the bowl. It's not about the players. It's about the system. I created a system that I can't lose. The Alex Edwards, Alex e. Edwards three. Yeah. The hat just, trick. Yeah. It's just like, yo. So when I was building my company, we have three doings. Do what everybody else is doing. Do what everybody else is not doing, and do what everybody else can't think, won't think of doing. That's how I built Thumbprint. How hard was it to, for you to get employees? Sorry. To, how hard was it for you to get employees that that move at the same speed as you? It, okay, that's, it's been tough. Okay, so okay, it was not hard to get employees. Yeah, people always want to follow the dudes. Yeah, up, bro. Exactly. That part was hard because I was I advertised my butt off, marketing my butt off, but to match. To match my hunger is the hardest thing to do. Yeah. And do you feel slowed down by your employees sometimes? Absolutely. Like one of my, uh, <laughs> one of my, one of my, one of my uh, agents was like, and it's not my employees, my partners, but one of my partners was said, Hey, uh, do you love being a broke? I said, fuck no. She said, what you mean? You eat all, you know, you eating all for all of us. I said, I'm sitting here all day, almost babysitting when I could be out there making a lot more funds. And I'm good. I don't even need this big office of them. It's by not myself. as fun, right? Yeah, it's just, it's just, and and I'm teach you everything I know. I'm I could go and wake up and say this month I'm making a hundred thousand. I could teach you everything I know, and this month you will still come with a goose egg. So I'm here teaching, teaching, teaching. I'm not around my family because I'm with you, and you still are. You're still not getting it because you don't have the drive. I could tell people what. That's why. That's why when people, you're you scared when 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 you tell people how to flip, they're gonna they're gonna flip more homes than you. No, you're gonna be successful. They said by by the age of seven, I believe. Now, correct me, I believe it's seven or thirteen. If you're you are stuck in your ways around seven and thirteen. Yeah, habits can change. Yeah, habits can't change. But we talk. Okay, out of ten people, yes. Two, two, two people gonna change their habits. Have you changed your habits? Absolutely. Absolutely, right? Absolutely. But I'm, I'm two out of ten. I feel you. All right. It's, look at it's one percent. That's like one percent of the world and ninety nine percent of the world. Mm-hmm. Why is that lopsided? So how do you empower your employees to be like, yo, bro, we gotta get this going. You gotta put some numbers on the board. So one thing I started doing, showing them me, my bank accounts, my what I, what I own. The, the the smart deals I put together, the agreements, everything. That's what I kind of started this year. Two, my women, my women is killing it. 
women is killing real estate point blank. They, a single woman versus a single man, a single woman's woman and winning real in real by purchasing real estate. Why? <laughs> it's so I, I, so I have a book coming out called um, "I Close Before I Do," and I give you all the information about one men now is more worried about getting married and starting a family and then buying a home. Oh, it's women women out there at the, around the age of forties now freezing their eggs, buying homes, and not waiting for us, right? And they they're more organized, and they think about tomorrow more than we do, right? And they're killing the game. If you look up a lot of these states, Massachusetts, um, New York, top ten, it will most likely be a lot of females, real estate agents, right? And and like I said, they're beating us on a single level on purchasing. Does it help that women are naturally more sympathetic and empathetic in real estate? They care more of, about the family. Yeah, of course, hands down. I feel like if I said, and this could be just me, if I said, you know, you have a wife, right? I come through, I'm, you know, look great. I come, I hopped out the Rolls Royce. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying I got the life you want mm-hmm. that you want to give your wife. And I said, oh, Janet, you did your hair today. I love it. <laughs> Let's go look at this apartment by ourselves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think the ego is there, you know, or Janet might feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? But how about my mom's wife, Joanna Edwards? She, she's her agent. How about if she came and said, Janet, I love your wife. Janet might say, oh, girl, yeah, I got it from the dude. You want the you want the number? Oh, I'll take the number. Let's get our hair together. But now that's that vibe. And then Joanna could say the same thing to the man, right? Oh, man, Oscar, you've been working out. Yeah, I've been watching Oscar. Out there. Where are you hanging out, bro? Jenny and Oscar. Man. I don't know, but I'm just saying, it's just, it's, it's, it's innocent. I get it. I, and, I, and my, real estate's a very, theory. it's like a very testosterone fueled business because yeah. it's like eat what you kill. Everything's commission. <sighs> Dead ass, bro. Yeah. So, have you always been competitive? Always, my entire life. What happens when you lose? I get depressed. Dead ass. Yeah. I hate losing. Bro, I, I don't bet. I don't bet a lot. I bet only when I'm, I know I'm going to win. And the last time I lost, I can't lie. I thought the 49ers were going to take the Super Bowl. So I was like 500. Easy. What about on a, a, a business loss, though? A business loss? Most recently. Um, The most recent business loss. The most recent business loss. The most. Re- oh, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you. Um, So I got in a, a deal with a with a with a partner and. I trusted this partner and they they just had their own agenda. And for me to get them out of the deal, I had to lose a lot of money. Um, so I could just skip the you headaches. Them out. Yeah, so I, I just had to skip the headaches and protect the brand. Um, so that was probably my last that was that was the most recent business loss. Um you know, one time I did purchase a home that I think was overpriced. And I think it was driven by emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to own the property because of the view and the location. And I was not thinking about numbers too much. Um, that was, I mean, it's not a loss. It was, you know, I'm only me. I guess it's a loss. Uh, making only like $600 a month. It's a positive, uh, but whatever. It's a car note. Right. Um, yeah. Um, I lost a lot of friends. Um, that's one thing I wish I could change in my life that, you know, I had the type of personality that I could I, I I talk on the phone a lot. I look out, you know, just call people randomly and see to stay in their life. 
um, with this business, you know, look what time I'm about to get home, right? And I, I, I left early this morning. It's just I'm always going, going. And sometimes I either want to listen to podcasts while I drive or silence because my mind, my mind's always racing. And I think I just wish I, I kept a lot of friends. If I could ever go back, I'll keep a lot of relationships. You know, I'm, I miss my friends. I miss the, the people that, that I grew up with. Um, but, yeah. At what point did you realize, like, building your own business and, like, if you were really going to drive to be successful, it's going to be lonely as hell? Because, bro, it is, you know? It's, it's lonely now. Honestly, it's lonely now. I, I I don't have a lot of friends. I can't rely. It's lonely as hell. And it's, I, like, I understand it and I'm okay with it. Um, there's one thing in this business and anything you do, you want to be okay with self. You want to be okay with self. And you, you want to be selfish with self as well. You want to love self, and you you have to be like infatuated with self. You I, when when we was growing up, when your parents said, "Don't show off," I think that was the dumbest advice my my parents could give, my mother could give me. It was dumb as hell. You telling me God gave me a, something special and you don't want me to show the world? You're crazy. Um, so I think I think love and and be selfish. And um, when I say that, it's just make sure you know who you are. Make sure you put yourself first. All the time, because if you're not sane, you can't help no one. If you're not feeling good, if you're depressed, you can't help no one. If you're not successful making funds, I take care of my entire family right now. Like I retired my mom. Like I just bought her a SUV two years ago, brand new. I send her any vacation she want to go on. I pay. You know. I'd buy her anything she wants. I spoiled the hell out of her. Anything my mom wants, she's getting. I promise you that. She want to travel the world? I got her. Here, 10 thou. Go have fun. Shopping sprees. We do that every birthday. So, so I have to be selfish. I have to make all this money or my mom might not have a smile. And she's happy. She's grateful. But that's my, I told you from the day one, that's my Number one investor. I gotta keep my my investors happy, right? So I gotta I gotta get it. I gotta get the bag. Was there a point along the way where you're like, yo, I feel so isolated. I'm catching dubs, but like, damn, is this really worth it? I feel it now. I, I can't relate to my I can't relate to my siblings. My siblings are not in the same circle. I can't go, you know, I'm not calling them scrubs or anything, but they can't can't go on vacation with them you know so I, f- I feel lonely now like that financial loneliness you know um and and unfortunately i feel like you know they have a better re- it's four of us with my mom my father had nine kids it's four of us with my mom but i feel like they have a better relationship the three of them because they can't vibe with me because you know? you're, you're playing a different yeah, game yeah i'm playing a different game so even with my, my, you know, with my cousins. And now I'm, I'm like, this year I wanted to, like, when guys get together, let's not talk shit. Let's talk finances. I'm going to tell you what I do. I'm going to tell you how much money I make. And I'm going to teach you for free. You don't even have to come to class. I'm going to teach you for free exactly what I do and how to do it. Because I want you, I want your son to go to my to the same private school my son's going to. I want I want the same education for your your children. I want you... To travel the world with me. I want your child to see the world too. I don't want my child to come back and say, oh, you've never been here? Why? 
so it's it's my it's my duty now, don't that I'm, I'm I'm successful to teach my surroundings, right? It's me, my family, and my neighbor. So it's my duty now to do that. So, how do you assess your happiness then if you're lonely? Okay, good question. So this is how I, this is my success. I didn't I feel I didn't reach successful success yet. So my success is when I have limited opportunity that I could share with my family and friends. That's when I feel like I'm successful. When I could say, oh, you need a job, you need something, here, boom, call this person, you're good. Oh, you want to jump in this investment? I got you, I'll set you up, you're good. That is my success. When I have like unlimited opportunity um, for myself and my, my friends and family. That's, that's, my, that's how I measure my success. So I'm not there yet. So, have have what's your biggest regret other than thinking that you kind of cut off some friends along the way? Because I think about it now. You know, I'm like only two years deep in this, but I can already start seeing myself deviate. You know what I'm saying? It's a lonely road, bro. I'm happy we're we're a lot like, and this one makes this interview special. So I guess I'm the somewhat the older you. Um, So what I would say. I say check in. You don't have to hang with them all the time um, and just check in. Um, I, I want to protect my energy. A lot of times I have to protect way. my energy. Like If, you, I, if you're going to hang around someone who's negative. I can't like, do it. Yeah. I can't do it. And um, I just, I have to protect my energy. So, so that's, that's. It's a trade off. Yeah. So you, you want to protect your energy, right? So if you know a person that's, that's super negative, and but is your friend like I have a list of people I will tolerate. That's that's one thing you should do, right? You should make a list of people that you will tolerate, and these people will always get a pass in your life, right? They're not gonna show up to parties. They might show up late. They might get drunk. They might embarrass you, but they've done so much for you, and you love them, right? Now I'm not don't let them disrespect you, but they just get hey, this is my tolerate list. Like, I have a few people on my tolerate list that... Yeah, you're like, we're not moving at the same speed. That's still my But guy. I love you. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'm on a jet. You're going to be on a jet because you didn't... You're not you popping. Didn't you didn't up. pay for none of the bottles that's popped, but you're drinking all of them. And I'm okay with that. And that's my tolerate list. How long is your list? It's not too long. It's it's about, like, five people. Like four to five people. It's not too long at all. When When you... At what point did you, like, rise up... And then you found a niche of other people that move the same speed as you. Um, because I'm sure that early beginning, like that three, four years, there there was no one your age that was really doing the same shit. But then once you reach a certain level of success, like, okay, here's some other people that have made moves. So I would say the first, my first agent, and he's still with me, DeMarque Davis, we, we hustled in a basement together. No office. Um, I wanted to become a broker. And my 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 um my broker again realizing that I'm not a boss. My broker gave a new agent ninety percent, ninety percent, and I was at seventy. So I was like, "Yo, yo, let me get this. Let me let me get a raise. Like, what's going on?" And he was like, "We we we'll, we'll talk about it. We we'll work on it." Or he's like, "Yo, these numbers." You give me, you do these numbers, you get this. You you do these numbers, you get that. But it was not ninety percent. So I was like, I was pissed. 
And I'm like, yo, he don't have to give me 90%. You know, he, he don't have to give me a raise. He's a broker. He, he decides my rate. He decides what I get paid. Right? And so, and, and I hope my all, all my partners don't leave me. Uh, look, you guys do great. I'm ra- I'm giving you a raise right away. Um, so he, 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 he didn't give it to me. So I went home and I put 90% on my mirror, on my doors, everywhere had 90%. And I said, I'm going to go get my broker's license. And then at first was like, I'm going to go get 90%, whatever. I'm, I was like, no, I'm going to get my broker's license. And July 10th, my broker's, my real estate license expired, right? I passed that test on July 18th, 2015. July, sorry, 8th, 2015. Two days before I expired. I was like, look, God, if I don't pass this test and I don't become a broker, it's not for me. I'm out. July 8th, I passed. Went to my broker. Let's partner. He's like, it's not time. I can't do it right now. I said, no problem. I started, I started that business with with that that one agent and we now grew it to um we had 21 we grew to to now we we jumped back down to like 16 agents hey sorry to cut us off but we do gotta get out of here by eight okay you have a good time i had a great time i hope you you know i hope you guys learned a lot from me i'm alexi edwards on every platform give give me a plug yep Give okay. you a plug? No, give me a plug. Oh, my fault. Where to find uh, you? I'm Alex E. Edwards on every platform. Again, Alex E. Edwards. That's on Instagram. That's on Twitter. That's on YouTube. Please look at my YouTube page. I'm teaching you a lot. If you want me to speak about something, hit me up. Go on Facebook, Alex E. Edwards. Follow Thumbprint Realty as well. Hit me up. I want to <laughs> teach you. I want to teach you. I want to teach you. I will I will promise you. I will I will learn. I will learn. Um, I'll learn from people that know more and teach people that know less. I got your back. Hey, we'll do another one. And next time we'll do it for the beginner real estate agent. That, that was supposed to be this night tonight. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we give you a proper interview though. Well, hey, B, you have fun? Yeah, man. I learned a lot. Learned a lot? I, Thank I, you. I can tell why you're successful. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> I can see it. the drive. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, real quick. This is how we start and end episodes. You say, hi, your name, and this is my golden hour. Directly after no break, hi, your name, and that was my golden hour. So it's this is, then that was. I'd say, hey, I'm Alex Edwards from Thumbprint Realty. This is my golden hour directly after, hey, I'm Alex Edwards from Thumbprint Realty. That was my golden hour. But it's Alex E. Edwards. I know. You cringe every time I say Alex Edwards. (laughs) Okay. Whenever you're ready, bro. All right. Hi, my name is Alex E. Edwards, and this is my golden hour. Bang. Next. Hi, my name is Alex E. Edwards, and that was the golden hour. My golden hour, though, but the we'll, we'll take You pulled it off. We'll Sorry. take it. <laughs> well executed. Thanks, bro. Good to go. Hey, thank you so much.